Welcome to the Financially Intelligent Physicians Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. David Norris, and together we will be discussing what they didn't, or rather oftentimes, won't teach you in medical school or residency. Now, my mission and purpose is to help you develop the practice you desire through business education. And over the course of these podcasts, we're going to cover topics such as leadership, financial intelligence, patient satisfaction, process improvement, negotiations, and many more. In today's episode, we're going to talk about some financial warning signs of some problems that you uh, may find in your practice. Um, you know, just like when we treat patients, you know, um, determining their health is something that we can do quite quickly in part because we've learned how to do it. Um, you know, the other part is that we got to put a little effort into it in terms of thinking and ordering the lab tests and whatnot. Um, and I think that if we approach our financial health and our financial reports, in the same way that we approach a patient, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna find out a pretty good idea how healthy our practice is. You know, when a patient comes in for an annual exam, you know, we have a pretty good idea of how well they're doing. But you know, depending on their age and comorbidities, we might get an EKG, CBC, or a metabolic panel, and you know, of course, we do a physical exam. Um, but we're going we're gonna to look at the whole thing, uh, and then we have a few metrics and things that we look at to say, ooh, is this a red flag or a warning flag that we need to worry about? Well, the same thing and the same tactics and the techniques can easily be applied to understanding the financial statements of our company and therefore understanding the current health of the company, determine our prognosis, and develop a plan to fix the issues if we find any. Uh, so the first report I recommend you, you look at is the income or the statement of cash flows. Now this is different, uh, from an, an income statement or balance sheet. Um, and, uh, if you're not getting that report from your accountant or office manager, whoever's doing your reports, insist that they give you a statement of cash flows because this report is incredibly powerful as it's going to quickly show you where your cash is. Uh, what's happening to the cash in the company. Remember, cash is the lifeblood of any company, and its flow through the company is going to show you what's good and bad about the company. If you notice more cash is flowing out of the company than it's flowing into it, um, you know, the cash flow is negative, that's bad. And that might not necessarily show up on an income statement immediately. Now, if, co if, and if your cash flow remains negative for a continued period of time, that's a dangerous signal that you might run out of cash and being able to pay your bills. So always check the cash position of the company by um, uh, uh, looking at the asset column of the balance sheet too. So we're going to look at the financial cash flows, uh, where the money's going, and then you want to check and see what your actual cash position is. How much cash do you have in your banking account? Well, that's located on the asset column of your balance sheet. Now, if that number begins to dwindle over time, then you know that there's a significant problem. And, uh, you know, either fix the reasons causing the negative cash flow or seek out new cash sources from lenders or equity holders. Now, another telltale sign of problems that you're going to want to look at is your accounts receivable. You're going to want to watch that number. Now, that's on the income or the balance sheet. And this number, if it's growing, it means that people aren't paying you the money they owe you. Now, if your day's in AR, uh, the t and that's the time it takes for you to get cash for services or goods that you get sell, and if that number's growing, well, that means you're having a hard time obtaining the money uh, that you're owed. Um, and uh, these two numbers you want to watch, and if you find them growing, um, that is a real telltale sign that you're having issues and it's something that you need to take seriously and try and fix. 
Another indicator, we've talked about this before, is working capital. Um, now, this is a calculation that you're going to perform using two numbers from the balance sheet. You're going to subtract your current liabilities. That's all the bills due in less than a year from your current assets, everything you convert to cash in less than a year. Uh, so if that number is large or positive, you've got breathing room. Um, however, it's near zero, uh, a problem exists and need to be addressed. If it's negative, real issues exist uh, in your company and you're going to need to get help. Now on the income statement, you're going to find a line item called interest payments. I recommend you look at this number and examine how it's trending over time. If you see, because that's going to help you see the impact of financing. And you're also going to see the impact of your financing on your cash flow statement as well. Um, too much debt, too high interest rates, um, and less favorable terms can be detrimental to your cash flow. And uh, remember, a high debt is going to eat away at your profits pretty quickly. And then another thing you're going to want to look at is consider the debt to equity ratio. And this ratio is important because it takes all the company's debt and compares it to the amount of equity in the company. Uh, so you're going to, and this comes off the balance sheet. So total, uh, total debt, total liabilities versus your total equity in the company. Uh, a low ratio means um, that you're getting more of your financing or capital from investors than you do through debt. Uh, if it's high, um, you know, then you know that the company uh, owes more to lenders than has brought in from shareholders or that shareholders have bought into the company. Now, that's important for you to kind of figure out where your capital structure is. Uh, we talked about that in a previous episode. Um, so you want to know what your debt to equity ratio is and monitor that over time. Aside from these financial statements that you can gain, there are other signs that you can see. Um, other, other symptoms of trouble can be seen, and but some don't always appear on um, uh, financial reports. You know, you want to want to look for th topics that you guys talk about consistently, maybe managerial and operational signs of distress. Um, you know, this is especially true for privately held companies. And um, if, if you don't have access to their reports, um, and you should always get access to any financial reports if you are an owner in a company or own a piece of the company, um, the next best thing is to examine the decisions and actions of the leadership team. You know, look at the directors and the upper leadership. You know, have there been any recent or unexpected departures? If so, why? Because um, it could be a sign of bad things happening at the top, or maybe they found a problem and they're trying to fix it. You want to dig into that. You know, and then uh, always be aware of the market environment. Companies that are doing fine can quickly find themselves in trouble if the market changes and they aren't financially healthy. Uh, a rapid or sudden downturn in the economy isn't the only force that can impact a company. Uh, you can have a new strong competitor enter the market, a shift in consumer habits or tastes, or um, um, other factors can really work to impact your financial health. Um, that's why you need reserve to withstand some of that. You know, um, be anxious if you see dramatic changes in your strategy or their strategy. Um, you know, when a company moves away from its current core business, uh, it might mean that something's amiss. Either, the, you know, they're very good at strategic thinking or they're moving before the market or it's because they're in poor financial health and their current mono, uh, model no longer works. Now, both are risky. So be aware of that. And then, um, you know, you want to examine the quality of their products and services. Um, you know, 
have things been trending downward over time? You know, what's the word on the street about your core business functions? If it's trending downward, it likely means you don't have enough capital to support your services or your products. Maybe you don't have enough capital to keep and retain good people. Um, you know, in the first place, managers look to cut expenses in customer service, research, development, and quality, and people. Um, lower quality people, lower quality parts, uh, can mean lower quality products and services. And this can then begin a slow death spiral with a negative feedback loop. It just makes things worse. Um, these are just a few quick things you can do to determine the practice of a, of a financial health uh, of a practice and its longevity. Or if you're evaluating a business investment or a potential employer, um, these are things you can look at to see whether or not um, you want to do business with those individuals. You know, invest the time and energy to determine the health of a company and you'll save yourself headaches, heartaches, and wallet aches in the future. The important teaching point of today's podcast is this. Look to see what warning signs might be present in any business opportunity you're facing. Examine your financial reports regularly and watch for the signs and symptoms of poor financial health. Well, I'm very happy you decided to invest in yourself today. It's the best investment you'll ever make. Thanks again for listening. Uh, if you're enjoying these podcasts, please share them with your friends and colleagues. And be sure to check out my books at Amazon and Barnes & Noble, as well as my courses at www.davidnorrismdmba.com. Have a wonderful day. I'll see you next time. <laughs>